It requires a balancing effect, okay? Because shadow work is about transmutation. And the only way to transmute something is to hold two different frequencies at the same time almost. So you're holding the gift frequency and then you're holding the shadow frequency to help counter that. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence, your energy, and your time. I know those are the most valuable resources that you have, and I appreciate the fact that you are spending some of that time here with me on the show. So today, I want to talk about shadow work. I see that there's a lot of confusion around what shadow work is. Uh, I see that some people go all into shadow work and then they get lost in it. So I kind of want to touch on how to do shadow work so that you don't lose yourself while you're doing it, okay? But before we dive into into today's topic, I would love to invite you over to my Instagram account and my Facebook account. You can find me on Instagram at CodySmith.SovereignSolutions, spelt just like this podcast, and then on Facebook on my personal page, Cody Ann Smith. That way you can stay updated with the latest and you also will have an opportunity to ask me your specific questions. And if I feel the topic is universal, then I will create a special podcast episode to answer your question. And you can find both of those links down in the show notes below to my Facebook and Instagram. All right. So shadow work, this is a really big topic and there's many different perspectives on how to do shadow work. And I've been doing this kind of work for a good four and a half solid years straight. So there's a lot of trial and error that I've been through and I've kind of figured out what works and what doesn't. Now, for me in the beginning, when I first started doing shadow work, I was pretty much living in the shadow, okay? I was doing shadow work, but I never really seemed to find the light. And I thought, this can't be right. If I'm supposed to be looking at all these shadows and I'm never, ever feeling good, then something has to be wrong. And that's what tends to happen when we first start doing shadow work is that we think that we have to continue to try to look for every shadow that we possibly can. And what I have found is that by doing so, it actually creates more suffering. But bear with me here because we still look at the shadow, right? But by doing it in that approach of searching for the shadow and constantly doing this shadow work and never allowing ourselves to see the light of day, then we get drug down into this deep place where we feel like we never can get out of it. Okay. So I think this is a big, a big thing that many people forget to mention when they talk about doing shadow work is that you don't go searching for it because the truth is your shadow lives inside of your DNA, right? In your junk DNA is what they call it. And this is ancestral. This is karma that we're here to burn off. And each one of us have specific vehicles, specific bodies that have our own specific karma 
that we agreed to burn off in this lifetime. So it's really kind of a myth that we have to go looking for our shadows because the truth is what I have found is that we can really just live our lives and sit present in our body and the shadow will find us. Okay. You cannot escape the shadow and we don't really need to go looking for it because quantum physics, you guys, the more you look for something, the more you create. Okay. Observation creates more of what you are looking for. That's why a lot of these quantum physics scientists are going to drive themselves mad because the more that they dig into stuff, the more that they actually create. Okay. So this is the same concept when it comes to shadow work. And it's the biggest tip that I hope that you take away from this is that we're not here to search for the shadow. All right. So right now we see a lot of people projecting. They're projecting their shadow work onto others saying that, hey, you need to be focusing on this. You need to be working on that. And here's the thing. That is simply not true for everybody. And I'm not saying that we won't ever work on the same things. But like I said, each one of us came here with an agreement on what shadow work that we are, what karma that we are here to burn off in this specific lifetime. So in order for us to really know what that karma is, we have to be able to tune into our own intuition, okay? To tune into our own rhythm of life because what is ready for one person might not be quite ready for another person. So when we're doing our shadow work, it is really, really important for us to first get in alignment with our natural flow. Otherwise, we are going to be chasing our tails, okay? Trying to search for the shadow, right? Oh, that person has the answer. Nope, I'm supposed to pay attention to this now. No, this is just, it's chaotic. And shadow work is very personal. And, you know, if something does keep coming into your life, specifically when it's not the hot topic on mainstream media, then it is for you to work through. Otherwise, either, you know, you're, you're tapping into collective shadow and eventually you may work on those things, yes, but in your own timing. Timing, timing, timing. Timing is always so important. And the next important thing right next to timing is to have your nervous system calm before you take on any shadow work because otherwise things get too overwhelming and the natural tendency is to run away. And shadow work requires us to be present with what we're feeling. And it's not about just feeling the thing either. It's actually sitting through it. So allowing it to pass through you in its own timing. Because we never can put a time limit on how long we're going to sit with a feeling, right? Because the shadow, each in each specific individual shadow lasts its own specific timing. And sometimes it comes back up after you thought that you've healed it because ascension doesn't work in a circle. It works in a spiral. So when you think you've already accomplished something, it's very, very natural for it to come back again in a different way, to be sat with again from a different level of consciousness, which you will reach by doing this shadow work. I feel like when we're talking about shadow work, it's important to talk about what spiritual bypassing is. Because a lot of people, 
are shaming people (laughs) for spiritual bypassing when I don't really think that's what it is. I think that a lot of people want to be aligned for their, in their own energy and they are not willing to take on the mainstream narrative. And a lot of people don't agree with that. And they think that the people who are not taking on that mainstream narrative are actually spiritual bypassing. And this is really important because this is not necessarily true. Okay. Of course, probably some people are, but not everybody. Spiritual bypassing is when you are ignoring your shadow. And again, we have to remember that the shadow comes from within. So you would ignore what's coming up within you. And that would be spiritual bypassing. It's not about ignoring what everybody else is putting their energy and attention on. No, that, that is not the same as spiritual bypassing whatsoever. When we truly understand that our shadow work comes from a place from deep within, then it wouldn't make any sense that spiritual bypassing has anything to do with what's happening in the external world where everyone's pouring their energy. Unless, like I said, something gets triggered inside of you then that is your shadow work to work through. But nobody can sit there and tell you what you need to focus on because that's not how spiritual expansion happens. It happens in its own divine way, in its own divine plan. And when we surrender to that, then that's when we calm our nervous system down enough to see the shadow. So after many, many years of doing shadow work, (laughs) I have found a couple different approaches and I love the gene keys. And when he works with shadow work, the author of the gene keys, he says to focus 90% on the gift and 10% on the shadow. And for me, I think that that's just a little too little for the shadow. I think that 80% on the gift and 20% on the shadow is legit, (laughs) but that's just me. And every person's going to have their own ratio. But the shadow is like gravity. It's really heavy, heavy energy, right? Shadow is the dark forces that are in within every single person. But the problem with spending too much time focusing on the shadow is that because it is so heavy, it can be almost impossible to get out of without a guidance, if you get yourself way too deep into it. And it requires a balancing effect, okay? Because shadow work is about transmutation. And the only way to transmute something is to hold two different frequencies at the same time almost. So you're holding the gift frequency, and then you're holding the shadow frequency to help counter that. And since the shadow is so heavy, that's why we don't do 50 and 50, right? Because the heaviness and the weight of the shadow will pull you down and it'll take that light with you. That's why it's important to focus 80 to 90% on love and on the gift and on light. And then 10 to 20% on the darkness and the shadow in one given time. And I feel like this is something that a lot of people don't talk about. So I feel like it's important for me to give a voice to it because I'm sitting here and I'm watching people get stuck in the shadow and then they're projecting onto each other and it's causing further division, which is definitely not what we need right now. 
but shadow work, it's the way of transmutation. It literally changes your DNA because remember, shadow comes from the junk DNA. That DNA that does not code, that's ancestral karma that each one of us came here to work through. And the way to burn it off, it literally has to vaporize. A really good video for you guys to check out about this topic is called Vaporizing the Victim. And that's a video done by Richard Rudd, uh, author of The Gene Keys. And he explains this kind of concept in a different angle. And another thing that I have learned about doing shadow work is to not judge the shadow. Oh my gosh. Because the more that we judge ourselves and we judge the shadow in general, the more that we look at it as separate from us, which is the whole problem in the first place. So it has to be like a gentle approach. We have to be able to be tender with ourselves and we can't be forceful. Forceful will lead to an outcome that creates more suffering. And it's not the way to actually do shadow work. It will, it will elude us if we go that route. We'll lose ourselves in the shadow work. And that's not going to help anybody if that's what we do. There's a lot going on right now. I feel like we're in the middle of a spiritual warfare on so many different levels. And so it's so easy to get pulled into the shadow right now. Like the shadow is extremely heavy right now. This year, 2020, is probably the most heaviest year yet. But guess what the beautiful thing is? Where there's darkness, where there's more darkness, there's more light. Because the more that we transmute shadow, the more light we release. Not just in the world, but in our DNA. Our DNA has light bound inside of it that is wrapped tightly by these wounds that we carry. In the Gene Keys, he says that our wounds are wound around our DNA. And the more that we relax and the more that we transmute the shadow, the more that we allow more light to pass through our bodies. And this is kind of where we get the light body, right? The rainbow body comes from this transmutation, this deep alchemical process. And you can read more about that on Gene Key 22 and the Gene Keys, which I will also link below in the show notes. But shadow work is a gentle process. If you take anything away from this today, it's a gentle process that happens organically inside of you. Your dharma will bring you situations that trigger you. It will give you plenty of opportunity to do shadow work. You do not have to chase it. And the last thing that you need to do is to just do shadow work of someone else that's projecting their own pain onto you because they aren't doing their own shadow work, okay? So you've got to be able to discern the difference between someone else's and yours. And to still hold that vision and hold your light in higher vibration while doing this shadow work, while being present through the process. One last thing before I go is that it can be really, really difficult to do shadow work without having 
guidance. And it doesn't have to be guidance from a person necessarily, although that is really, really helpful. But for me along my journey, what I have found that helped me is the guidance of the gene keys. Because before I found the gene keys, I was just doing shadow work. Like I said, first of all, I was way, way deep in in the shadow. Um, Then second of all, I was just looking at every single trigger that was triggering me and trying to do shadow work on so many different things, but I didn't have, I didn't have the vision of a higher vibration to counterbalance that shadow. Right. And I also didn't really know where to start. So again, here was Cody out here looking for the shadows, right? I was looking for all the different shadows that I could work through, which was a rabbit hole. (laughs) And the gene keys helped me because when I got my profile, it was like, I had specific things to contemplate, right? I had guideposts to focus on instead of just going out blind because that's kind of what it's like when you're doing shadow work without a little bit of structure is a blind man trying to find his way through a dark room, you know, and that is difficult. And the beautiful thing about transmuting our shadows and using the gene keys is that it also shows us our genius. It shows us what our soul's gifts are. And it has changed my life being able to focus on and contemplating on my specific four prime gifts that are in my activation sequence. It's made me more grounded in my body so that I can do the shadow work because the more shadow work that we have to do, the more grounded we need to become. Otherwise, we can just snap. Okay. And that's where people get into like psychological stuff. And I'm not a psychiatrist, but that's my perspective on that is that when people are so lost in the shadow and they're not grounded enough, that's where we see what they call mental illness. And that's just my perspective. So it's really important that when we face our shadows, that we do it with reverence. Every shadow contains a gift. And that is the basis of the gene keys. And I'm so grateful that I found this system because it helps so much and it really sheds some light on everything that we're going through right now. If you find yourself deep in the shadows, then it takes baby steps to get you back to alignment because it's so hard to get out of that heaviness that the more that you try to get out of those feelings that feel uncomfortable, the more you stay stuck in them, right? It's a surrendering process. And I feel like bringing this up because what about the people who feel like they are stuck in the shadow right now? I've been there. And it kind of takes a little backpedaling, right? It takes takes some intentional self-care. It takes some intentional pauses in your day to just be for just a moment. And the more that you create those, the more that you start to feel more in alignment. And then you start to bring yourself out of the shadow and into the gift. And from there, you can hold that higher frequency, right? You can hold that 80% focus on the higher frequency and of the gift while still allowing and acknowledging the shadow. So I hope that this was helpful for you and I hope that you had some insights around this and I hope that just by 
hearing this today that you're able to release some of that heaviness that you may have been carrying around with you because I think it's important for us right now to help one another, to be that guiding light. And this shadow work stuff is no punk. It's difficult. So kudos to you if you're doing it and kudos to you if you're listening to this episode because you are seriously doing some work here that's going to change the freaking world. And that's not said lightly. This is truth. This is what it takes to get us into that golden age, right? That everyone talks about. So thank you so much for doing your part. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And if you feel called, please share this episode on Facebook, on Instagram, in groups, with other people, because I feel like this message really needs to reach people. We have to be able to transmute our shadows and not get lost in them. And that is the basis of what I'm talking about here. All right. So thank you so much for your time. I love each and every one of you. Have a beautiful rest of your week and I will talk to you on the next one.